Welcome to the Zadzooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. What holiday is it? Uh, it's Christmas, soon-to-be Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. Is that an awesome theme that you got going on that show now? What's that? The polka. Yeah. Wow. I know. You're that very... That is tremendous. Yeah. That takes us to a new level. I feel like right out of the gate, you know what you're in for. That's right. You See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. None of this generic crapola music. Okay. Rock music. Okay. All right. What should we start off with? We've got so much to talk about. You've got a gift guide. Yeah. We're going to break down our picks for top 10 films of 2016. And we're going to review some of the best uh, Christmas slash holiday movies of all time. Well, let's start there. You want to start there? Okay. People can listen to that and then tune it off. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're just going to rate them on a scale of one to five. How's that sound? You you throw in what you think these movies are. One is best. One is the worst. One is, okay, got it. Five Five stars is is the best. This is easy. Christmas story. Five. Yep. Without a doubt. Elf. Three and a half. Three and a half. Christmas Vacation, five. Four. How can you say four? I saw it recently, and it wasn't that funny. Oh, it doesn't hold up at all. (laughs) But in terms of Christmas movies, that was a true comedy. okay. Groundbreaking. Sure. Nightmare Before Christmas. Five. Yep. Home Alone. Five. Five with, really? an a- five with an asterisk because it also doesn't hold up very well. Oh, no, no. That second half of that movie with the three Stooges. Yes, but the whole... first half is rough. Yeah, it's a little rough. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Five. Five. The Santa Claus. See, okay, Santa Claus, it's a five because it really is a great yep. Christmas classic. The Muppets Christmas Carol. I don't care. <laughs> Two. Bad, Never seen it. Bad Santa? Zero. No. I'm going solid four. Okay. Now, the sequel I haven't seen, and I'm pretty sure that would ruin the number there. Uh, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas with right. Jim Carrey. Oh, zero. The original yeah. cartoon. The original cartoon. Five. But yeah, the Carrey version. I would give it a one just to say, you know, they made a movie. They tried. Good job. Miracle on 34th Street. Okay, that's five. All that all that classic stuff for me is a five. Okay. White Christmas, come on. Five. Six. How about Charlie Brown Christmas? Um you got of course it's a it's, five. It's a that's, staple. It's, right. Uh jingle all the way with Arnold. Eh, I don't care. Three and a half. Uh Holiday Inn. Remember that one? I saw it last year, the restored version. Five. Absolutely. Six. Six? Wow. High yeah, praise. That fun. Now, Home Alone 2. Mm, three. Yeah. The Holiday with Jack Black, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz. Never heard of it. Never saw it. Uh, Nothing. Awful. Zero. The don't Ref. Care. I don't what? recall that ever being on my Where purview. are you getting this list from? I'm getting it from online. These are people breaking it down. The ref, no thanks. Planes, trains, and automobiles? Five. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Family Stone? 
I don't know why that's a Christmas movie. I mean, I guess it is, sort of. Now, this for me, this movie that I'm going to bring up right now is my top all-time favorite Christmas movie ever made, Die Hard. That is a controversial pick. Five. It is certainly set in and around Christmas. It is. But it's stuck in a building. It's a Christmas movie. Right. Actually, the first two are Christmas movies, but we'll exclude Die Hard 2 because it's just not that good. Right. The original Die Hard was genre-defying and defining, not defying. Right. Um, solid five high marks to me. Watch it every Christmas. As a movie, it's a five. Yeah. Now, right now, I'm going to have to go back now and watch it every Christmas because it makes sense now. Christmas with the Cranks. All right. Now you're just getting <laughs> to useless. You have even in touch stuff like um, The Year Without a Santa Claus. We haven't got Not there yet. Not necessarily a movie, but... We haven't got there yet. Four Christmases? That was bad. Why? Now, what about Love Actually? Liam, what? Liam Neeson. I... Uh... The dude from Walking Dead, Andrew Lincoln? Nah, never seen it. Really? What is it? Oh, that's, I think the, our female audience, that's probably really? their top. Oh, yeah. Love Actually is, that, that's the that's the go-to. All right. Fred Claus, awful. No. Mixed Nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. even recall that one. How about The Night Before, which is recent? Seth Rogen, Okay, you know what? That's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. It is. Pretty well I'd done. Almost, I'd give that... I'm going to give a solid four. If I've got teenagers and above in the room, solid four. Solid four. Absolutely. Isn't Michael Shannon in there? Michael Shannon is in there. And that is a very funny movie. I, it's a great movie. <laughs> he is great in there. Uh, Harold and Kumar. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Yeah. You know... Pass, uh, pass, pass, pass. A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. I don't recall ever seeing that version of it. Oh, I don't remember that either. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman. Sure. Five. Absolutely. Uh, Scrooge, the 70 version, 1970. <laughs> I am going to go with my Scrooge. That would be the Mr. Magoo Scrooge. That's my favorite what year Scrooge. Is that? <laughs> it's like late 60s. Okay. Okay. Now, with Jim Backus as Mr. Scrooge. This is everyone's favorite. Ernest Mr. Saves Christmas. Nothing. Zero. <laughs> Why is that even on the list? The Santa Claus 3 with Martin Short as this ice witch. Yeah, boy, that yeah. took it down. That bad. took it down. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a classic where he plays Tiny Tim. Not Tiny yeah. Tiny Tim. Who's he play? Is it Tiny Tim? I don't know. Who's the kid? Tiny Tim's yeah, Tiny the kid. Tiny Tim is the little kid with a crutch, right? <laughs> I'm thinking of... Uh, Tiptoe through the tulips? Yeah, that's okay. what I'm, th I'm... Maybe I'm wrong here. You know, again, this is lack of research. <laughs> You'd think we'd know better. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. No, it's Christmas. It doesn't matter. All right. It's in the spirit. All right. All right, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Why was that not mentioned? It's, it's ridiculous, right? That's in there. That's top. Top marks. Anything Rankin Bass Christmas is a uh, home run. Frosty Returns. I don't think that was Rankin Bass. Maybe it wasn't stop motion. It was a regular traditionally Did animated. They, re they just remade Frosty again, like a third version a couple years ago, and that was horrendously bad. And I think uh, John Goodman voiced Frosty. Oh, I'm going to add another one. I saw it last year. It's now a holiday favorite. Krampus. It is a horror film. 
and it is a funny horror film. Controver- you say Die Hard's controversial. But it's... it's Krampus. It's, it's Christmas. Yeah. The whole movie is yeah. Christmas. Uh, yeah, I mean, anything Rudolph... I mean, Charlie Brown is sort of a staple on TV. Right. Uh, Rudolph, Frosty, Santa Claus is coming to town. I oh, think absolutely. Any of that stuff. Snow Miser... Heat Miser. I'm going to even go so much as to say when they used to put them all together in a block and run them, a very Garfield Christmas was right in there. Now, that was a little bit later, but it's still, you had to have that package. Now they spread everything out across networks. And the year without a Santa Claus? Yep. Man, I Heartbra- love that. Heartbreaking, too. Yeah. Is that the If You Sit in My Lap today? No, that's not that one. No. That Santa Claus is coming to town. Right. That's right. Right. Fred Astaire, got it. Isn't there one where they try to cross over? Mickey Rooney's in that one, right? Yeah. He's Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, Bill Murray's Scrooge is also one of classic. my... One of my... I mean, that one's... That's classic Bill Murray. Absolutely. And that's really, really well done. Got, got anything else? I mean, I think we've kind of covered... No. ...a good chunk of it, but... Krampus. <laughs> You'll see. Uh, You've never seen that movie, have you? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I just, I, I mean, how about we throw in? Let's throw in a Hanukkah pick. Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights it was in twenty twelve or twenty no two thousand and two zero. It was pretty rough, was it? Um, there was also I don't know if you saw this. This was on Comedy Central, and I loved it. Called the Hebrew Hammer. Did you ever see that? No. Oh, it was hilarious. One of the funniest movies I've ever seen that was, I believe, strictly for Comedy Central. But they did come out with it. You are diving deep here. And, uh, I mean, that was really fun. Uh, Babes in Toyland. I didn't even thought about that one. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's okay, I guess. Prancer. Uh, Preacher's Wife. Gremlins. Was Gremlins Christmas setting? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Jingle All the Way we talked about The original Santa Claus Little Women Bridget Jones's Diary No uh, That's around New Year's though Right um, The Family Man No Nicolas Cage Which is a sort of uh, Scrooged-esque uh, Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Future um, I never saw that either Meet Me in St. Louis Also Really? Is your so. favorite Mr. Magoo's Christmas? You got me all excited about White Christmas again. God, I love that movie. When Harry Met Sally? Yeah, it is kind of set around Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's New Year's Eve. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Yes, of course. Wait a minute. A Rugrats Hanukkah. I'm passing on that. See, look <laughs> at that. Even Die Hard made Boston.com's list. Right. I mean, come on. That's just... Po- oh, you know what? Polar Express. Tom Hanks. That is great. That was um, the beginning, I think, of of really intense CGI. motion yeah. capture yeah. technology, yep. where they were recreating faces, and it kind of looks harsh, but it it's a good story. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yes, of course. Which version? <laughs> Jingle all the way. Did you mention that? Who's that with? Arnold, right? Arnold, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned that. Okay. All right, now I think we're just grasping. Why don't we take a break? Okay, that's fine. We'll come back. Now, the worst movie, did you ever see Santa Claus with Dudley Moore? 
that's a really I, well, bad uh, movie. Here's my question. Who did see it? Well, I did, unfortunately. Oh, I'm yeah. do, do you want your hour and change back? Oh, God. Yeah. Poor Dudley. All right. Funny we're, guy. We're going to come back, and you'll break through your yes. holiday gift guide. I'll rip through it. And then in the third segment, we will do our top 10 picks of 2016. Stick around. Sure. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Okay. 2016. Holiday. This is it. Last chance. I think you can order this stuff from Amazon. They'll still deliver it, right? If you can if get you, it. it. Well, or if you pay. And like yeah. in the next and 24 if it, hours. If it's not sold out, yeah. Unless you don't post the show till Wednesday. Oh, well. Then I'll really feel like an idiot. Nah, it'll be fine. Don't worry. Okay, I'm just going to go through all of these. These are my picks. I do this every year in the Washington Times. I spend a ridiculous amount of time writing this up. Anyway, um, Jack Specific has something called Big Figs, and they're these really large, mildly articulated action figures. So first of all, they've got this Batman. It's like a classic cartoon comic book Batman, four feet tall, <laughs> and its uh, logo lights up. And you can use it as a nightlight. But when you kick the logo, too, if it's dark in the room, right? Oh, come on. The bat logo kind of shows up on the wall. That's awesome. That is pretty clear, right? $99. That's not that awesome. But I guess it's four feet tall. Come on, so, it's four yeah. feet tall. Yeah, okay. All How right. tall is I, your kid? I'll, well, taller than that. Really? I, I'll They're retract all... that statement. Okay. 99 bucks. That's about on par. Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're still big. Yep. I know you can't believe that. No, I mean... It was a, mean, a movie this year. It was yep. a pretty good movie. It, mm-hmm. I don't know if it made a lot of money, but it was kind of a fun movie. Talk to Me, Mikey. It's a um, 6.5-inch tall figure. Uh, you can shake him and talk to him, and he'll talk back to you. And when you shake him, he makes silly noises, including uh, burping and farting. Makes the kids giggle. Hard plastic. Um, if I'm not mistaken, too, if you have more than one, they'll talk to each other. I don't know that, but if, I if do it, know... If it's you, not that model, there is a model that does that. You can literally ask it 10 types of questions, and it will answer them. That's awesome. Which is pretty neat. And it actually acts kind of like a magic eight ball, too, on certain questions. Nice. Okay. Uh, there was a film called Moana. Okay. And I'm... Am I pronouncing that right? I think it's just Mona. Mona? <laughs> anyway, there is a character in it that is voiced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson yep. named Mega Maui. Actually, he's Maui. Jack Specific has this toy called Mau- Mega Maui. It's about 16 inches tall and 14 inches wide. And when you press its chest, its necklace, it talks. Okay, as long as I was going to say, as long as its pecs don't start rippling or anything like his that. His pecs do not ripple, but they have all the tattoos on them. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, I can understand why it's so wide, because he's a big guy anyway. It's big, bulky, cool. Yeah. Under a tree, it would look great. And um, he even sings that one song in it that, um, you're welcome. So that's kind of neat. Trolls were big this year. Yep. So I've got the Glitterific Guy Diamond from Hasbro on there. It's a 13-inch tall troll with really cool hair. And he also comes with a pair of shades with uh, sideburns. Nice. Slick. Speak to Me Bubbles. 
once again, Car- Powerpuff Girls is like a staple franchise. Yep. They haven't done anything new recently, I don't think, mm. but it, it still exists. Originally from uh, Cartoon Network's contest to pick the next big animated series, Johnny Bravo was another one, and yeah. Powerpuff Girls. There they, you go. They're the original, the original, original series that were Craig funded and, and created by by Cartoon Network. That's right. So this this Powerpuff Girl, um, you press its belly and you talk to it, and then it responds to you back in your in in the voice of Bubbles of what you just said. Okay. It's neat. Uh, there's this other Jack specific toy called Skateboarding Mikey, and it is the best. It's an RC controlled skateboard with Mikey who spins on it. And if you can find a big open area, you can use the controller, and that thing really zips. It does wheelies, it does 360s. Nice. It's impressive. Okay, let's move on to some gift ideas for young hero fans. Uh, wait a minute. Here we go. It's a long list. Sorry. Ah, forget young hero fans. I just did that. We're going to do Star Wars fans. So Hasbro has an Interact Tech Imperial Stormtrooper, 12 inches tall. You got to take that? No. Okay. (laughs) That's what happens when you don't uh, put your phone on vibrate. It's a Stormtrooper that simulates flight. You puts a jetpack on it, you, you move it around, okay. and it makes cool noises. All right. Now, the best part about this Stormtrooper, if you pick it upside down and you drop it, you get the classic Death Stoop Stormtrooper. You get the classic Stormtrooper Death Scream. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Every guy who's seen a Star Wars movie knows what I'm talking about. Anybody. You know what I mean? No. It's You don't? I don't think they showed it in the ah, one. Ah, in the, well. It's the same. It's... Yeah. Okay. It's dead on. That was that was the but, treat. But for does that. it? If you're dropping it on a hard surface, well, you don't want to do that. Got to drop it on drop carpet. it on a carpet. Okay. That's right. All right. But he makes that funny noise. Okay. It's not so funny for the stormtrooper. Um, more big figs. The best besides that four foot, uh, four foot tall Batman. There's something called a Death Trooper in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and this guy is 31 inches tall. Uh, and in his armor, and he has a blaster, and it's really cool. Cool. Okay. All right, keep going. The Death Star Popcorn Maker. You didn't know they had one of those, did you? I know that they do make a Death Star a Pancake Maker. Waffle Maker. And a Waffle Maker. They also have a Darth Vader Head Toaster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in that same tradition, um, Pangea Brands, it's 50 bucks. Uh, it's a 12-inch in diameter, hot air popper, 1,100 degrees. Now, the one thing that can... You got to be careful when you're, you're doing this. You got to just get the pop in there. Don't over... Don't put too many kernels in because it might, like, start popping out at you. There's a cover on it. Everything's fine. You use, actually, half of the lid of the Death Star to put the popcorn in. Okay. Take it down watch your movie. I mean, but wouldn't it be kind of cool to overflow it so that it simulates the Death Star exploding? Exploding. Yeah. Well, you might think that, and as long as mom will clean it up, okay. it's fine. All right. right? Uh, Hasbro's got the Rebel U-Wing Fighter. Uh, it's a classic vehicle for three and three-quarter inch tall action figures, but the best part about this is you get a code in there for an app, and remind me what that app's called. There used to be an app 
where you could simulate an explosion on any f- video you shot. Right. So it's Bad Robots uh, Action FX app. Okay. They've taken that concept and applied it to Star Wars. It's called the Star Wars Studio FX app. Probably made by Bad Robot. Right. So what happens is you, you, you'll you take a five-second video of your ship, and there might be a stormtrooper that pops in mm-hmm. and shoots at it yep. or something cool like that. Right. Yeah. It's really neat. It's got all the traditional sound effects. Uh, I'll mention Underground Toys, Princess Leia, twelve ninety nine, traditionally dressed, plush doll, press its stomach, and it says, help me, Obi-Wan, Kenobi, you're my only hope. But no uh, hologram? And there is no hologram. You'd expect it, wouldn't yeah. you? you would, with today's technology, where is Why the hologram? Not? All right, here's my picks for pop culture collectors. We have the Holiday Harley. It is a statue. Um Sculpted by Paul Harding, takes inspiration from the comic book artist Amanda Connor's version of Joker's True Love, and it's eight inches tall, and she's perched on high-heeled boots, and it's really saucy looking. Okay, but and, and for those of you who don't know who Harley is, it's Harley Quinn. Harley Recently Quinn. in Suicide Squad, which That's we reviewed right. last week. That's right, and she's got a red, white, and red outfit that Rockettes would admire, and she has a gift wrap bomb and mallet. Nice. Very nice. Uh, Diamond Select Toys has some really nice stuff. They have a premier Batgirl, and we are talking about the 1968 Batgirl mm-hmm. in the really hot purple skin-tight costume. Yep. It's $150. We have McFarland Toys checking in with the Red Wave Daryl Dixon. That's a 7-inch doll, and it certainly looks like Daryl, and you get the crossbow with it. Cool. That's about $19.99. We've got the Jack and Sally doll set from Nightbear Before Christmas. We just mentioned that from Diamond Select Toys. It's $150, and they're 16-inch tall dolls, and they're awesome. Mm -hmm. We've got probably my favorite out of this list is from Diamond Select Toys, and it's the Marvel Gallery Deadpool. It's a PVC statue, 10 inches tall, 45 bucks, and... Lots of statues you buy these days cost hundreds and hundreds of dollars, right? Yeah. This one checks in for 45 and still has all the detail, all the paint, everything. It looks perfect. I mean, this is a great buy. Is there a concern with the weight of it being PVC? It is not that I mean, light. Would, you would think not. it would be light, but it's not. Okay. And it's pretty sturdy on the base. And I'm going to touch on my favorite action figure gift items. So we're going with Mona or Moana. The Starlight Canoe and Friends from Hasbro. This is for the gals. You get a uh, canoe rig. You get Moana and you get two of her pals. The um, pet rooster. Hi, hi. He, he, or whatever it's called. And Loyal Pig Pua. Very cool. We've got the controversial pick from Diamond Select Toys. The Quitting Time Ray, which is from the Ghostbusters universe. It is a... um, Seven-inch tall action figure. They do a fantastic job with the costuming. They do a fantastic job with the proton pack. Um, They give you various grasping hands, two sets of gloved hands, and um, five pair of hands total. But it doesn't really look a lot like Dan Aykroyd. The face mold is what threw me off. It's, It's very... It looks like a very grumpy Dan Aykroyd. Right. Well, it's quitting time. He's supposed to be exhausted. 
It looked to me more like if if they had taken Dan and put him in the cartoon, it would look like the cartoon yeah, head of yeah. Dan Aykroyd. But, but not the character in the real Ghostbusters, Dan Aykroyd in a cartoon would look like him. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Um, and at no point do you get a, a, a hand sculpt with him holding a cigarette, which probably would have made it for me because I, I remember him... Getting off the shift he was always, with a butt. Yeah, he right? was always smoking like a chimney through the whole thing. That's right. Didn't you say you also had an issue with one of the? Oh, 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 yeah. And the um, the particle stream. When I tried to take it out of the box, there's a way to attach it to the wand. So that's pretty cool. But when I took it out of the the packaging, it snapped off. Mm. So I went, well, that's a drag. Then I found a little plastic bag at the bottom of the the package. And it's an extra tip to put back on. Oh, so it's as though they knew there might be a problem there. Okay. Okay. So very smart, right? Good for them. Um, More Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Playmates. The turtle tactical truck looking ripped from the latest movie, 14 inches long. And it works with the five inch tall versions of the turtles. Very fun. Marvel Captain America Civil War Legend Pack. You get three action figures for $60. By the way, that truck was $34.99. The action figure pack for Marvel, you'll get six-inch tall versions of Captain America, Spider-Man, and Iron Man. Best of the bunch is Iron Man, who has battle damage on his costume. And you can also put a head on that looks like Robert Downey Jr. Would you say the price was on that? Fifty nine ninety nine. Do you think it's that expensive because they had to buy the licensing to Spider Man? Do you think if he wasn't in the pack, it would be cheaper if it was another character? Good question. I don't know, but the Spider Man is a unique mold to this set, mm-hmm. and I think both of the and the Iron Man one they definitely had to scuff up. So it could just be also the fact that they had to do a limited run mm-hmm. on these action figures, but it is kind of expensive. Um, not as expensive as the DC film Superman from DC Entertainment. It's 45 bucks for one figure, and it's Henry Cavill's take on the Man of Steel from the uh, latest movie. Best part of this thing is there's a display base where you can position him. He has a cloth cape with wires in it, so you can position the cape. And you can take red uh, beams, plastic beams, and put them in his eyes, <laughs> and they shoot <laughs> out. That's cool. Uh, and I will mention finally the Ultimate Spider-Man versus the Sinister Stick Web City from Hasbro. Sinister Six, it's forty dollars, and it's a side of a building, and you get two really ruggedly built six-inch figures that can beat up one another. And there's some rubbery webbing that when you shoot Spider-Man at Venom, who is the other um, opponent in this, it will break through the wall of the Daily Bugle. Cool. It is pretty cool. And that went way too fast. And and it sounds like your house is just completely full of toys. My house is full currently, and most of this stuff is being donated to shelters. Very nice. Well, that's awesome. Yes. It's very good. Okay. Is that break time? Well, one one thing that I, I was curious about is I know that this year for Star Wars, they came out with a Millennium Falcon drone. And it was, really? Yeah. And it's but it's pretty pricey. I think it was on the the line of about one fifty. Wow! But the back end lights up. Who did it? Spin Master? Uh, Do you have any idea? No, it was. Um, I want to say it was Ravel, but 
Let's see. Wow. That's, the model kit maker? Yeah, but it, you know how they've been doing the ones where they're snap kit? that this was that it was more of a snap together right but there's another version which is um i think there's two different versions that one the other one is made by air hogs mm-hmm. that is the the more solid one and i think that's the one that lights up i know the air hogs, i think air hogs yeah yeah because they actually didn't they last year actually have like a tie fighter versus x-wing kind of battle yeah yeah, and this one, it's, I mean, the Falcon's pretty big, and it's got four fans underneath it to lift right. it off the ground. That's got to be Air Hogs. It's got to be, and I think it's about 150 Right. Um, so that might also be a gift. If you can find any of if these things. If you can things, find these. Good luck with that, and, you know. Right. eBay's your friend at this point. <laughs> it's going to have to be. But watch Amazon, because I'm seeing some weird pricing happening Within oh, within hours, yeah, it's, it's completely fluctuating. I think you know it's be, like a stock market. Well, it's so for users who are looking to buy any of these items, and you go to Amazon, the problem is is that if Amazon exhausts their fulfillment, it will go to a third party, and the third party pricing might be more expensive. But that all of a sudden now becomes the default. So if you have the time to wait, keep checking back. Right now, if you want to try to get an a Nintendo NES Classic. You're not going to be able to find one. You're going to have to wait until after the holidays or go to a site like uh, Now in Stock. Sign up for a, a notification if you see it go in stock. I was able to get one through Amazon Prime now. How did you do that? You just kept watching? I just showed up in their comments section that if, you, if you're if you in a Prime Now city, you can get it. And I'm not here, but at work I am. And two, you got it. Two hours later, some guy shows up with a brown paper bag wow. and inside of it is an nes classic brown paper bag. I, I should have bought a bunch of them <laughs> right just, you know giving them away would have been great all right when we come back we're going to do our final segment of 2016 which is breaking down our top film picks great for the year it's going to be more scattered than the last two segments okay so just get ready and we definitely disagree on some yep all right we'll be back Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com, that's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com, and support the next evolution in news. You ready? Ready to break down your top 10? Sure, I'm ready to break down. (laughs) Okay. So... I think what are the, we going to do this? I think the way we'll do it is I'll give you my number 10. Yeah. You'll give oh, me that's your cool. number 10. That's pretty cool. And we'll just see at the end how many are in the top Hey, that's 10. clever. Okay. My number 10 starts with the number 10, 10 Cloverfield really? Lane. I like that movie. Uh, you've got uh, John Goodman. He was great. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, John Gallagher. Goodman, I think, gives one of his best performances with the exception of Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's really the the bipolar split personality is so good in that movie yep. that he steals the show and it's very well done and um, the ending is fantastically sort of expected but unexpected and open-ended and it reminded me of the movie with mel gibson about extraterrestrial yep. signs yep it had that same freaky creepy vibe yeah, and it had yeah. it had a little bit of War of the Worlds with yep. um, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. Yeah. but not as horrible. Sure. And apparently that movie had two differently filmed endings. And, oh, yeah. And the one that they went with is the more open-ended version. There is another version that they went with. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, she dies. 
I don't remember seeing that. Part. Yeah, she gets attacked uh, in a car, mm-hmm. and that's the yeah, end of it. Yeah, I remember that. And, and that's sort of how they end it. All right, my number 10, I haven't seen yet, but it's going to be that good for me. Rogue it's, One. It's going to be a minimum of number 10. A Star Wars story. I'm anticipating it already. Everyone's saying it's awesome and it's dark. And um, and to um, <laughs> to cleanse my palate last night, I actually watched uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> On TBS, which which obviously, have you ever seen that movie? I know of the original, the the one, two, and threes that are right. that are at this point well, everyone feels this, they can just avoid. This is the movie where Darth Vader is transformed into Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is some of the worst acting I have ever seen in a movie. It is excruciating to try and get between. Now the battle scenes, on the other hand are astounding. Mm-hmm. The lightsaber battle at the end with uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin, phenomenal. But, Well, I, I think there is a reason why when Disney bought the rights, they put in charge people who are capable of making decent action movies and not someone who's exhausted all ideas. And, and what's just ingrained in, in my brain all the time is that last end credit opening that says, written and directed... By George Lucas. Sorry, George. Yeah. Painful. All right, go ahead. <sighs> Will I go with number nine? Yeah, why don't you pick your number nine, and then you volley back to me. Sully. Haven't seen it, so I can't rate there it. There you go. Uh, yeah, but I'm I, not going to say a lot about it, we, other than... We all know how it ends. There's a surprise ending. Yeah. I, I think they have an alternate ending in this on the Blu-ray. <laughs> where, <laughs> what, where he doesn't make it? <laughs> where he doesn't make... He dies in a car. Okay. And... um. It's you, you can't go wrong with it's, this. It's Tom Hanks. It's Clint Eastwood. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Okay. My number nine, Captain America. What? Captain America Civil War. That deep? That deep that for me. That deep? That deep for me. I am growing a sort of exhausted of these characters. This was the first time I've ever seen that collection, and it was so well put together. Yeah. And the reason... I have it rated way higher, and we can talk about that as we go, is because of movies like Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad, who try to take a, sh- a, a, a group of characters and shoehorn them into a two-hour movie and never fully explain who they are, what they are, and why they are. Okay. These guys did a great job of doing that. I will explain to you why I don't really... Why I rated this so low. Go ahead. Half the time, I can't really tell. They they call this a civil war, and they're fighting with each other, but half the time it's, oh, sorry. You know, I didn't... Yeah. I don't mean it. Yeah, but come on. That ending sequence... I know. ...is unbelievable. I know, and Spider-Man's introduction is great in it, but I just think that there are other films which I personally enjoyed That's more. Fine. So The Russo Brothers Rock. I'm not saying it was the worst Captain America movie. It was probably one right. of the better well, ones. Well, it made it in your top ten. But I, yeah, I'm I'm growing a little old of these characters. Okay. okay. You're going to go with eight now. Number eight, another Marvel film, Deadpool. Ryan that Reynolds. deep? That deep. That deep for a couple uh, reasons. Really? Yeah, one of which... The... It was just too much fun? You, you had a stomach ache when you left... The okay. theater, you felt bad. 
because you were laughing so hard and your eyes were so sore from looking at all the awesome action? No, I don't. <laughs> I I don't think that has anything to do with it. I did not like the actress who played Vanessa, and there were times where, uh. It seemed like they were catching her off guard while filming, and it just it. I don't know what why. are I, you even talking I about? I fixate on her. Did you and, date her for a while? No, but her what? facial expressions are just like, what the hell is this? It's not somebody who's in despair. It looks like somebody who's faking it. You've never mentioned that ever. We didn't review you it. Gushed about that movie on the phone with me. Yeah, because it's hilarious. Okay. But it's not my number one. That's fine. It made the top ten. That's fine. My number eight, The Witch. Yeah. Any, any, did the, you see that? No. Okay. No. Well, then you can't really comment. I on can't. It, can you? I can't. It is an awesome supernatural thriller set in the time when witches ruled in the colonies. And I'm only going to say that. And it was really, really authentically well done. Not that I was there at the time, but they've worked a lot on building the actual sets and locations and that they use were all based on that time period. Okay. And it's scary as hell in the last 20 minutes. Probably why I didn't watch it. My number seven? Or, or wait, are you going again? Or was I'll go. It? Okay, go, go again. Swiss Army Man. Yeah, I could never make it around to watching it. It looked like a lot of fun, but... That's the movie with Daniel Radcliffe as a gassy corpse. Mm -hmm. And uh, Paul Dano is having a major identity crisis after getting rescued from an island. And it is a happy, sad movie. It'll tear at the heartstrings. It's emotional and it's very funny. But above all, it is so weird. Well, I'm going to pull one that is great, Tears of the Heartstrings. Uh, that is Kubo and the Two Strings. Yes. And that is Charlize Theron. Mm -hmm. uh, Art Parkinson, who is, my, my understanding is this is maybe his first film. He plays Kubo. Right. And you have uh, Ra uh, Ray Fiennes and, of course, Matthew McConaughey. And, it, and even a... Small cameo, uh, you know, supporting cast role by George Takei. That's right. He is in there as well. So why is it good? Uh, I, the the animation on it. Stop motion, stop motion animation. Which, as you pointed out, does have a mix of CGI with it. But there are times where you can't even detect the stop motion. It's that good. The story is very tight and doesn't doesn't drag. Um, you know the 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 martial arts and sort of the fight sequences with the with swords and uh, a lot you know bow and arrow and 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 the movement of the right. origami paper that's flying around it's oh, just very there's well. There's three done. monsters in the movie yep. that are fantastic. And the to and watch. the and the big boss at the end is just done so well right. and it's it's a very it's a great film for kids. Y you know how they did that final monster. Isn't it all uh, motion capture? They it's motion capture, but what they did was they used a three D printer to print out each piece oh, of awesome. it, and it was translucent. And they had lights going with it. That's amazing. Yeah, it's it, it is a great movie for kids. I would say you could have a six year old and up watch that. Yeah. Okay. What number are we on? Oh, that was that was my number seven. You're going to six. My number six is the Nice Guys. 
Russell Crowe. Never heard of it. Come on. I can't believe you have not seen this movie. It is so good. I'll watch it over the holiday. Ryan Gosling. It takes place in the 70s. That sounds cool. And it's so fun. Like I, The Hustle? It, so Gosling is a private detective who is trying to find this young girl. Russell Crowe is a, a guy who at one point stopped someone from robbing a cafe and now feels like he can just get paid to do dirty work. And so he likes to go around and beat people up. And it's a very unorthodox pairing, how they meet. Crow beats up Gosling's character. So it's a buddy movie. It's a buddy film for sure. And they could, they should make a sequel because the synergy with those two actors together is so well done that you really, really? oh yeah, I mean, okay. it, you're in the movie. It's, it's great. That's my six. All right. Star Trek Beyond is yeah, my six. I know. It's, it's, I liked it. It's, my, it's in my runner-up category. Right. Um, and, you know, I don't have to say much about it because we've already yeah. reviewed it, other than it was a fun movie again. It fun. was a little bit going back to the Roddenberry episodic TV show, mm-hmm. but it was welcomed. And as I pointed out of the reboot, I still think it's the best of the right. three. Okay, that was six. Okay, you're on your five. Hardcore Henry. Okay. Did you hear of it? I do know of it. It's all first person. It's an all first person video game like movie, Mm -hmm. and the action is phenomenal. And if you watch it on a gigantic screen and stick your head near it, you will your head will explode. It's so good. Okay. It's fun. It's great story, and there's a ton of blood and violence. Mm Mm-hmm. With Charlo, um, not for the kitties. No, what's what's his name? Charlo. I'm totally blanking on his name right now. The actor for that. Um, oh. He was in the A Team. He played Murdoch, and he was in District Nine as the main. Character. Oh right, Copley. Yeah, Charlotte Shari- Copley. That's right. Right, and he's great. Yep, he's great because oh, you, don't get me started. Never mind. Okay, so volleying to me. We're on number five, right? Number five. My number five is Sausage Party. Seth Rogen, Christian yep. Wig, Danny McBride. We reviewed it. Yep. I eh. think uh, it, it was, was funny. It was funny, and it it paced well, uh, and was exactly what I thought it would be. No chance that was better than Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> okay. Zero and zero chance that was better than Deadpool. I'm just gonna point Who's out. Who's rating this? Is someone I, paying you? A, no. Is I'm Seth gonna, paying you for that I, endorsement? Listen, I'm gonna point out that you're just like Seth. Deadpool was a typical comic book film written in a comedy style. Not even rated close R. to typical. Wait, right. rated R. And written for, from a That's comedic right. standpoint, the Captain America franchise has now been done three times, but nowhere has anyone ever done an R-rated animated film with a food orgy at the end of it. So you got to give it points for that. Okay. Nobody's done a snuff film either R-rated and put it in theaters, but that They've doesn't tried. mean it's a good thing. They've tried. That's fine. All right. And then my number four, yep. Midnight Special. Now, I saw that movie and I enjoyed the performances, but I lost I lost it toward the end. Michael Shannon, uh, Joel uh, Edgerton, Kristen Dunst, yep. Adam Driver, great cast, Sam Shepard, 
so well done. I think what did it for me, this is this is a Jeff Nichols film. It takes place in, in the American Southeast, uh, you know, sort of heartland, if you will. The premise is, is there is a, um, a gifted young boy who is kidnapped by his father, uh, which people feel he's endangering him when, in fact, he's trying to save and protect him. And you go through Texas, Louisiana to Florida, where there's a climax scene with the young boy who has abilities and powers. Um, and you see what happens there. It's sort of a, a reimagining, if you will, of E.T., I would say, yeah, where, a he, bit. where he is E.T. Right. Um, the special effects are very subtle, but very beautiful. The cinematography is great. The soundtrack goes so well with it. Um, when I saw the trailer for it, it was like, that looks like a really good sci-fi movie. And, uh, that's why I rated number four. I can't argue with that. That's okay. fine. Okay. My number four was Kubo okay. and the two strings, just right. because I am a fanatic of stop motion animation. And those kind of films are few and far between. And they're unbelievable when they're done right. Well, so There's far. no end to that. So far, we've got a few we're that close. were on our list together. Three, the Jungle Book. The live-action John Favreau Jungle Book with Bill Murray as Baloo, Baloo, yeah. and Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's right. Yep, as the orangutan. And my number three is The Jungle Book. Really? Really? Wow, that's so, scary. How about that? Yeah. Uh, again, beautifully shot. Oh. Favreau, you just yep. would not expect him to take a no. vehicle like this and do it. Bill Murray is great. Right. The kid's great. The kid is great. And and again, acting against practically nothing. Right. A lot is, of green screen in uh, this. Is a huge challenge. And Christopher Walken, hands Kills down, it. amazing. So well done. Once again, John Favreau, who brought us Iron Man, yep. among other things, brings us a beautiful live action film. Right. Now, for my number two, I'm going to bring in Arrival. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Amy Adams. You cannot, and you know what? You can't talk about I that. I can't talk about because it. Because I haven't, and it's supposed to be a really cool movie. I will not. I, the only thing that I will say, and which you see in the trailers, is that there is a first contact situation. You have Amy Adams' character, who is a linguist, who is brought in to try to see if she can communicate. Jeremy Renner is in it as well. Forrest Whitaker is in it. And you sort of see the uh, collide of not being able to communicate, the paranoia of... So are, Close are, Encounters. Are they, Yeah. Are they here for good or for bad? And you see the struggle and the... You so know, I've seen it. It's you, Close Encounters. It's not. Okay. And the climax at the end of it is... is Richard Dreyfus in it? Yeah, no. At thank, any point, is there a marshmallow mountain in it? Marshmallow. Mm, Mashed potato mountain? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think we're okay there. And just, again, these are movies we've actually seen. We're not guessing based on box office no. returns. No, 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 no. Okay, so that's why there's probably not any Woody Allen movies in here or anything cerebral. These are films we've enjoyed and watched. And it's also... Films that have a wide release to them that we're pointing right. out are not indie films. I mean, certainly Midnight Special's kind of indie. And The Witch. And The Witch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, These yeah. are films I've seen over the year. So you're number two? Deadpool. Okay. Because I am 
a comic book fanatic, yeah. and I have followed Deadpool's career a very long time, and I know how hard it was to get this movie made, and it delivers. And it, it is and massive. The sequel is shaping up to be yes. stellar. Yep. Your number one is Captain America Civil War, okay. because once again, the Russo brothers did something I never thought I'd see on screen. Okay, I'm a huge comic book fan. It's adapted, but not really adapted from the um, Marvel Comics series. There's there's a lot of embellishment, right? Which there is in any case, right? It's hard to take a, something on print. And I really enjoyed spread it. Spread it out over I two gasp, hours. I gasp. I whipped. I enjoyed it. Okay, my number one is Zootopia. Okay, which I would not have guessed. That's the one movie. From you, I wouldn't have guessed. It, was the whole family sitting around when you watched this? No, I watched it by myself. Oh. Just because I, I previewed it ahead of time. Okay. Um, the story is just so well done and so tight. And um, it's a story of struggling to be, to you know, to come into your identity and to, you know, push for who you are. Right. Jason Bateman is in it, which is, you know, kind of an unusual casting for him. Um, but just all around very good animation, phenomenal. Uh, blows Finding Dory away in terms of animation pick for the year. Well, Kubo um, does too. And Kubo does as well. Yeah. I right. mean, for the box office numbers Finding Dory did, I have it on my runner up list, but not right. anywhere in the top 10. Um, uh, same with BFG. I think BFG was in my runner up. So that is our 20 now again we'll we should check in with you in January right to see if Star Wars moves from the number 10 slot to the number 1 slot over Captain America right and I will say it here I suspect it will yes would be my guess we'll see so we'll see all right well that's it for us happy holidays happy new year we'll be back in, in 2017 2017 for episode 13. We'd like to thank the three of you out there for listening to yes, us. You've done such a marvelous job of keeping us going. Yes. Uh, I am Todd Stowell. I'm still Joseph Zedkowski. We're going to end out this uh, episode as we do every episode now with some good old-fashioned polka music. What about the lead-in? What's there now? Oh, man. it's it'll Yeah, it'll always be there. Really, if that doesn't make you happy, nothing will. Listen, it, it totally describes what this is, which is a fly by the seat of your pants, <laughs> not always get your facts correct podcast, and that's what yes, makes please, it Yes, please, no fact checking. <laughs> no, And there's please. no, this is not a fake news production either, Facebook. No, this is, no. This is the real deal. These are just two guys yapping. Mm -hmm. Because we like pop culture. <laughs> Thank All right. you. See ya.